It's the Last Call Podcast, and are your peaches fuzzy, baby? This is Chris Michaels, and uh, I'm feeling tired tonight, to be completely honest with you, but, you know, we're going to do that four-day commitment, four podcasts, four days per week of broadcasting brilliance. I do appreciate everyone that's listening. I noticed a slight uptick in the amount of plays that I've gotten over the past couple of days. I, I also noticed that the most plays uh, for the podcast... Well, I should say this. The podcasts that have the most plays are the most mainstream podcasts. Well, I'm not a mainstream person. And by the way, I don't claim to be a newsman. I, I never wanted to be a newsman. I use news as the topic for the satire you know I, I you know, that's what I do I used to be I used to be more Imus like I used to be more Rush Limbaugh like and um it, it's just fun. I, I'm thinking about doing some parodies and more satire in the in the form of various voices because I think that's just much more entertaining I've been listening to a lot of old old radio shows from like the early 90s and uh early 2000s and it's just much more funnier it's a lot of satire it's a lot of making fun of people like using voices to say awful awful things and doing song parodies and things like that so i'm thinking about going down that road because it's just much more fun i mean what do you want to, you want to listen to me rant and rave and yell at nobody for 15 20 minutes i mean of course not so but anyway oh Goodness gracious, the NC2A, what's that? The NC2A uh, has suddenly determined, (coughs) excuse me, that, guess what? If you had a prior COVID infection, then you count as fully vaccinated. Whoa, goodness gracious, it looks like That the NC2A is paying attention to something called natural immunity. Now all the NC2A needs to do is go up to Dr. Fauci and pin a note to his forehead and say, Hey, fuckface, what about natural immunity? Stop with the 90% vaccination rate to contribute to the herd immunity characteristic. I mean, God, he's so frustrating, Dr. Fauci. He, he, I can't stand him. I really can't. I really can't stand him. You know, we don't wish ill will upon people, but we do wish that these people go away. And I, I, I would like to make a sincere suggestion. I would love to have Dr. Fauci be one of the first people to land on Mars. At least that way he's out of our hair for, we know, at least a century. So he can go... And do things on Mars will be long dead by the time he actually contributes anything to society again. And uh, that'll be about it. Anyway, the NC2A, the Omicron variant, has presented another surge of cases. The guidance was designed to align the latest public health directives. Really? The public health directives change 
almost daily between Walensky at the CDC, between Dr. Fauci not being able to commit to anything. You know, Dr. Fauci speaks out of both sides of his mouth. One day it's one mask, one day it's two masks, the next day it's no masks, and oh, by the way, we need to be boosted at least once every two months. I mean, the guy's a joke, and I don't understand how anybody could take Dr. Fauci seriously. Now, here's the catch with the NC2A. If you do not have COVID within 90 days, then you do not count as vaccinated. So that's... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So if you're a perfectly healthy person, right, and you don't catch COVID, and your immune system is in tip-top shape, and you haven't been sick for more than 90 days, then you don't count as fully vaccinated, and you can't play... (laughs) How's, I mean, we all know that the sports crowd is pretty dumb. You know, there are a lot of knuckle draggers and mouth breathers that pay attention to sports. And they're all out there betting on whatever which way some stupid team is going to go. But I mean, <laughs> the NC2, I mean, <laughs> okay, let me read it to you. There's a catch. How And this is per ESPN. However, in that the fully vaccinated status will only include athletes who are within 90 days of a documented COVID-19 infection. So <laughs> if you haven't been sick with for... <laughs> I mean, I can't take it. These people are so effing stupid. Okay, so if you haven't been sick within 90 days, then that means you're not in the fully vaccinated category, and that means that you are a risk to the rest of the sports community. (laughs) Okay, so let me get this straight. You want me to have (laughs) a poor health condition so that I get sick with a cold or a flu every 90 days. That means that I count as fully vaccinated because you know I've been sick. I mean... (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I know sports ball is stupid. And I know people that that are coaches and everything else within sports ball. They're not the brightest bulbs, you know. But, but you know, to say that... <laughs> but to say... <laughs> I got a case of the giggles. <laughs> oh... <laughs> You know, this is why I don't pay attention to sports. Because these people are fucking morons. <laughs> okay, so I <laughs> I take care of myself. I take vitamins. I get plenty of sunlight. In other words, vitamin D. I work out. I, uh, I eat healthy. So that means I'm not going to be sick. So being that I'm not sick for more than three months, that means I am a risk and I don't count as fully vaccinated and my immune system isn't up to date because I haven't gotten a cold or a flu. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, how stupid do you have to be to listen to these people and look at them with a straight face? If I haven't been sick for more than three months, That means I'm doing something right. 
That means I'm taking care of myself. That means I'm eating healthy, I'm exercising, I'm getting enough vitamin D, I'm getting enough magnesium, manganese, another one that a lot of people don't understand that they have a shortage of, and vitamin C, everything, I'm doing everything right. And if I'm not sick, that means I'm a risk. I mean, <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. No wonder why nobody pays attention to the NC2A. Because <laughs> they're so fucking stupid. Oh, whew. Okay, let's try to regain focus. <laughs> let's try to regain focus here. The Biden administration. <laughs> the Biden administration are another group of fucking assholes. <laughs> Okay, Whew. here we go. Oh, according to the Daily Signal, the Biden administration has created a database of individuals that applied for a religious exemption within the federal government. Okay, so if you work for the federal government, you applied for a federal a, a religious exemption to the COVID-19 vaccines, then you went into a database, and that database is serviced by the Pre-Trial Services Agency. Now, that's pretty ominous, don't you think? The Pre-Trial Services Agency? That kind of means a couple of things. You could take that name, you could take that title in a couple of different ways. Pre-Trial Services, what, the first direction you can take it. Uh, we're going to take you to court and we are going to put your data on file to present to the judge, a pretrial services agency. Or, or in the other direction, you could take this as they are creating an agency that is not going to be observing people in a vaccine adverse event trial. So the pretrial services. So it's before the vaccine trial. So you're exempting yourself. You're trying to remove yourself from the vaccine trials. And they logged all of your information. I mean, you don't have to get any more dystopian than this. The, the Biden administration. Okay, so Biden is a joke. We, we can't take Biden seriously. So we have to look at the people around Biden. We have to look at the people that... So, you know, who who's in his cabinet, right? Those are the main movers and shakers. So why are they going on a communist purge within the federal government? Why are they trying to remove people from the military, from the, from the uh, various companies that contract with the federal government? Why are they all doing this? What's the main purpose behind this? And according to the Daily Signal, the announcement does not explain why the agency needs to create this list except to say that it will assist the agency in collecting, storing, dissemination, and disposal of employee religious exemption request information. In other words, they are creating a dossier on you and if you do not abide by their mandates, you're blackballed, which is something that's illegal. You're put on a list. They don't want to do business with you because you don't abide by their diktats. That's essentially what's going on here. This kind of behavior is not seen in 
republics, in constitutional republics, we're not living in a country that abides by its constitution. We're living in some sort of bizarre, dystopian, uh, pseudo-democratic institution. And I say pseudo-democratic, which basically means that you think you're in a dem democracy, but you're not. It's a false democracy. It's an eighth sphere type of democracy. But the positive out of all of this, and we have to go to uh, where, where, where Israel, but this is uh, an article posted by Swiss Policy Research. And also Alex Berenson, who's been banned from all social media outlets except Telegram and Substack, um, Alex Berenson, uh, an extremely accomplished individual who questioned the mainstream narrative about uh, vaccines and, and was banned everywhere and subsequently has been proven correct in all of his assumptions since then. So a lot of, a lot of positive uh, feedback from Alex Berenson. But from the Swiss Policy Research website, doomed to fail. Whoa! Top immunologist blasts COVID response driven by quote-unquote false propaganda. Professor Ehud Kimron, head of the Department of Microbiology and Immunology at Tel Aviv University, has written an open letter sharply criticizing the Israeli management of the coronavirus pandemic very good i mean this is a fairly in-depth letter but in the end the the truth is right uh will always be revealed and the truth about the coronavirus policy is beginning to be revealed when the the destructive concepts collapse one by one there is nothing left but to tell the experts who led the management we told you so so basically, he goes on and on in this letter that he's essentially saying that you've got to stop paying attention to Pfizer. And at most, you have to—or at, at least, you have to stop paying attention to the politicians that do everything in their power to enforce boosters and vaccine mandates and restrictions on people's health— because the politicians are being paid by Pfizer to enact whatever Pfizer says. That's what he's saying, okay? And ultimately, he ends the letter with, this emergency must stop. He's basically calling out everybody, saying that they're full of it, and you can't trust them anymore. And if you don't stop this kind of tyrannical hysteria then you're never going to have any more trust in a government agency that is supposed to be the altruistic final word on public health. That's what essentially he's saying. And on top of it, he says that all of these individuals are suffering from hubris, an over-exaggerated sense of righteousness and self-pride. And that's exactly what's going on. Because we could talk about Fauci. We could talk about that all day long. And I've said it time and time again. All of these talking points from the left, from the Democrats in the United States, they come from a vantage point of ultimate over-piousness and hubris. 
where you don't dare question their credentials because they've gone through the school. I've got a master's degree. I can tell you I bullshit my way through my master's degree. And if I bullshit my way through the master's degree and the master's program that I went through, then I promise you there are a lot less intelligence individuals that have done the same thing. And extrapolate that. All of the people that went to Ivy League schools, I can promise you they did not do that much more schooling than I did. They only paid for more credentials. That's all that is. But going to Alex Berenson, he dropped a whole bunch of bombs today, and rightfully so. He starts off with going after the veterinarian, Albert Borla. By the way, this veterinarian who studies horses, he's an equine, he's an equestrian, and dogs, is the CEO of Pfizer. Why are we taking advice and why are we dictating mandates from a veterinarian who runs a company, a biopharmaceutical company, that has had more fines thrown at it and has suffered more legally than any other pharmaceutical company on the planet. They have been thrown to the wolves when it comes to the courts. And even though they've been fined more than any pharmaceutical company on the planet, they still make a profit. So what this, what this tells you is that companies like pharma or Pfizer, or big pharma companies like Pfizer, I got distracted, um, they factor in the lawsuits as a cost of doing business. It's almost like these lawsuits and these settlements that occur five, 10, two years down the road are a cost of doing business. That's why they charge so much for their treatments, right? All right, so Alex Berenson. Now, by the way, you can't find Alex Berenson anywhere except Telegram and Substack. That's the two places you have to go. So he's he opens up with this. Here's what Albert Borla, Pfizer's CEO, said on CNBC. The hope is that we will achieve something that will have way, way better protection, particularly against infections, because the protection against the hospitalizations and the severe disease, it is, it is reasonable right now with the current vaccines as long as you are having, let's say, the third dose. Okay, so what this fucking word salad really means is that Albert Borla, CEO of Pfizer, is saying that his vaccines don't work. That's what he's saying. He's saying that his mRNA gene therapy platforms are no more effective than a usual flu vaccine that we see on any other normal year. And by the way, due to all of the variants of the supposed COVID scourge, they can't come up with a vaccine fast enough. He even said, he even said, that the Omicron vaccine won't be ready for another three months. Well, that's 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 March. That's April. By the way, the flu season is over by then. So what you're going to see is all of these inoculations against Omicron in March and April, and then they're going to tout out all of the statistics that say, oh, see, COVID is on the decline. There are almost no COVID cases, and thank goodness... We got those Omicron vaccines into the public hands. 
Well, guess what, moron? You're the summer and spring and fall. That's not really the flu season. That's not really the sick season. So guess what? By default, you're going to see less sickness and less illness. So don't even try to say, don't even try to tie the vaccines that are going to be given out to the public in March and April to natural immunity and vitamin D and sunlight and the summer and spring and autumn seasons because most people are out there. Anyway, so uh, Mr. Berenson continues that, guess what? We now see a shift in the narrative with COVID-19 and also COVID-19 vaccinations. He is essentially saying that protection against severe disease is reasonable right now. Now, notice his terminology, quote-unquote, reasonable right now. That does not provide protection. That doesn't even provide good protection. Never mind does it provide immunity. And Mr. Berenson also cites Albert Borla from this, from Pfizer that the reasonable protection right now are only given to people that have a quote-unquote third dose. He's selling a third dose of a useless inoculation that is trying to counter a virus that is no longer circulating in society. Even the, even the head of the World Health Organization, the T-bomb, Tedros Gesundheit, he comes out and says, just because you sit there and say you need to get more boosters of an outdated vaccine, that does not equate to a positive health policy for your populations. In other words, you can't keep telling people to get the same goddamn vaccine and say, oh, goodness gracious, you're up to date with your vaccines and you're now subsequently healthful. He's saying, uh, well, to, to, to really go against the T-bomb here, Tedros, he's basically saying you've got to create another flu vaccine. He's basically saying Corona is and COVID is going to be nothing more than the flu, and you need to start coming up with annual vaccines, annual shots, just like the flu shots. That's what he's saying. Anyway, uh, Alex Berenson, Berenson continues, put aside the fact that Pfizer has never compared a three-dose vaccine regimen, which they haven't, to a placebo in a clinical trial, put aside the fact that reasonable right now suggests that any effect of a third dose will not last. What the chief executive officer of Pfizer is telling you is that if you received two doses of his company's vaccine last year, your protection is gone. And he's absolutely 100% correct. There's no other way to look at this. And on top of that, you need to be having, let's say, the third dose for protection against those hospitalizations with severe disease. And he goes on. He goes on to say that I didn't say it. Pfizer's CEO said it. And he references 
uh, Berenson references the data from Canada, and it's it, the, the data from Canada it, it is. I I don't know. It's disturbing. Okay, so the unvaccinated cases in uh, where is it? Ontario. Okay, make up a minority. They make up less than 25% of all positive COVID cases. The the positive COVID cases consists of people that are mostly fully vaccinated. So the overwhelming majority of positive COVID cases are the fully vaccinated individuals, which means those that have taken at least two shots, probably a booster. An overwhelming minority of cases are individuals that have accepted only one shot. They didn't do the two-shot regimen, never mind the booster. So if you're looking at the data from Ontario, it's extremely damaging to the vaccine crowd, and you can't get around it. it. It's just impossible to get around. Now, here's the thing that Berenson is really promoting here and i and i tend to agree with them basically all of the health agencies are running nonsense up the flagpole they still want you to get the booster they want you to get at least one booster if you're in israel you're talking about four or five booster shots okay but he's saying this berenson's to sum it up because he goes on for a while he's basically saying Albert Borla, CEO of of Pfizer, is not stupid. And he's also saying that Wall Street is not stupid. So let's look at the stocks. Let's look at at BioNTech's stock. Let's look at Moderna's stock. Their stock prices have plummeted, but Pfizer's hasn't. Now, what is Pfizer doing? Pfizer is creating a new pill. A new pill that is an alternative to guess what the pfizer vaccine it's called paxlovid and on top of that paxlovid is extremely more profitable than any vaccine so what he says is that pfizer is basically trying to separate itself from the mrna inoculation failures And what they're going to do is they're going to cut ties with BioNTech because the the, the inoculation is called Pfizer-BioNTech. And then ultimately, the approved version is called Cominardi, which, by the way, you can't get in the United States. So once they cut ties with BioNTech, they will have basically intellectual property on Paxlovid. And that means all of the profits go to Pfizer. They don't have to split those profits with BioNTech. And just for a point of reference, each regimen of Paxlovid is $530. So you can only imagine the profit. Let's look at 120 million doses. At $530 a pop, times 120 million doses you're looking at 62 billion dollars in sales for pfizer and only pfizer you don't have to go split that profit with BioNTech. so that's what's really going on here to sum it up albert burla uh veterinarian ceo of pfizer 
is looking to really make the profits for Pfizer and really separate itself from these vaccines because they don't work. And you're starting to see the shift in the, in the narrative. He's saying, guess what? And he also said this on television, that he doesn't recommend a fourth booster. Okay, so that's, that's, that's a tacit admittance that, guess what? Our vaccines don't work. The World Health Organization said, guess what? We really don't consider you just inoculating people with the same shot over and over again as a con as a concise health policy for your populations so the boosters are out you had the project veritas drop you had uh the the basically all of these other organizations that are constantly saying booster 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 they're now silent after that project veritas drop and by the way, tomorrow, Thursday, is when the Supreme Court is supposed to make its ruling on the OSHA mandates, which, by the way, are illegal. So all of this is coming to a head. The shift in the narrative is essentially we've got maybe one more season out of this COVID nonsense before we have to get back to normal. And that's what's really going on here. And even Pfizer's CEO says the boosters aren't going to work. We've got to come up with something else, and we're probably going to treat this like the flu. So we've made it through. We are now on the precipice of a golden dawn for all of you occult fans out there. So this is the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. That's it for me. One more day. I apologize for having the giggles. And uh, as always, you can find me on Spotify. You can find me on Anchor. You can find me on Apple Podcasts. You can fire up Google and type in Last Call with Chris Michaels, and I'll be on all sorts of other podcasting platforms. You can go to Instagram. You can go to Twitter and find me at Last Call Caravan, because if you're listening to me, you are on the Last Call Caravan with Chris Michaels.